Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Let me bring again the uh, ninth Secretary of Transportation, uh, and that is uh, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. And thank you um, for coming on, and glad that we could get you up. Promise not to hold you too long, but let me let me ask you straight up um, your reaction to this uh the the situation in reference to the the rail strikes and 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 what happened and what didn't happen and then finally what should happen mm. well first let me tell you what's what's good about this and then I'll uh, I'll say what I think okay remains to be done uh, the good news first and foremost is that a shutdown was avoided it, there is no sh- uh, substitute for a rail system in this country so if that system had shut down it wouldn't have just been rail shutting down it really would have been our entire economy almost immediately hundreds of thousands of workers would have been out of work we're talking about uh, uh, auto factories unable to function farms uh, in many cases uh, unable to get what they need even water treatment plants mm-hmm. uh, not getting the chemicals that they need to treat water so it was very important to uh, uh, to, to uh, be able to rule out a shutdown and keep America moving so that the economy didn't get uh, thrown into free fall. Now, the other thing that's good about what happened, which is uh, uh, Congress enacting the uh, tentative agreement that the labor leaders and the company leaders reached at the bargaining table, is that it includes uh, pay increases for these workers. We're talking about workers who are uh, part of the backbone of our supply chains. Uh, They work incredibly hard. Uh, We can't do it without them. They're getting 24% pay increase, uh, average pay of $100,000, uh, for these railway workers and uh, other improvements to their benefits. So that's the good news. Here's the unfinished business. Uh, these are workers who are working for companies that have reduced uh, the number of workers by a huge percentage. They have cut and cut and cut in terms of the number of people that they use to run their railroads. What that means is the workers who are there have a very hard time accessing their paid time off, for example, getting a vacation day, mm-hmm. uh, even even the vacation days that they do have, and they do have some, it's very hard to actually take advantage of them. They can be on call for days and days and days without a break, uh, which makes it very hard to schedule a medical appointment, very hard to uh, uh, schedule a family event. And this is a, a huge impact on their quality of life. That was not fully addressed in, in this deal. And that remains a concern for workers' representatives as they gear up to negotiate the contract that will start uh, year after next, uh, and uh, a number of other issues across, uh, really just beyond rail across transportation workforce. Now, as you know, this is an administration that believes that everybody ought to have paid leave, whether we're talking about rail workers, fast food workers, government workers, you name it. We've proposed that so far. House and Senate Republicans have blocked us on it. But I hope that this renews the national conversation about how all workers need to have access yeah. to leave so that they can take care of their families and have a high quality of life. Well, it, it and and it has at least on on this program, no question about it. We we did a, a you know prior to the discussion and uh, we boy we did what it was four hours worth of phone calls from rail workers mm, and correct. their families. I I mean I was amazed, Secretary, uh, uh, yeah. that we had that many rail workers listening to the show. But uh, but l- let me. So so what I really hear this administration saying and you as part of it is that it's really going to be up to all of us out here uh, to 
to do what? To push the Republicans our way uh, uh, or try to impact the the uh, railroad industry? I mean, it, it seems that that's what I'm I'm hearing that you that you guys are trying to do. The people have yeah, got think, to push it. The people have got to I push think, this. I think that's right. You know, one thing that was very interesting was a number of uh, Republican senators, uh, a small number, but but still uh, voting for uh, uh, voting for the sick leave when that came before the Senate. It didn't ultimately pass, but a number of them voted for it. Now, uh, I, I, you know, you, you never know whether that's uh, a real change of heart on their part or whether that's more about politics. Uh, so I, I think it's a great chance to invite them to put where their money, their money, where their mouth is, uh, bring a, f- a few more Republicans along and join us in enacting paid leave for every American. We could have that tomorrow. The president proposed it uh, coming out of the gate. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's something we could have. Now, in the meantime, I do think more targeted conversations in the transportation industry, rail workers, uh, also airline workers, uh, a lot of them facing similar issues. Now, uh, for safety reasons, we place limits on how how much they can work in a row, but still uh, a lot of overtime and, and, and scheduling issues. If, if you're a pilot right now, for example, that uh, that's really becoming a drain on their quality of life. So uh, I think both of the things you raised are, are important. A conversation specifically with these companies like the railway companies about uh, how their business model works and and what it's doing to workers and, and then uh, an opportunity for action right now uh, in the country we could we could do it tomorrow right. if some of these uh, republican house and senate members would uh, change their mind about blocking paid leave for all americans and by the way this is not a radical proposal this is something that people in just about every country besides the u.s already have yeah you, and there's, you there's just no reason answered, why american workers should enjoy that yeah too. you answered my next question so i won't even get there just can you give us and and if you don't mind as much of an insight a, a look inside the discussion what are the railway companies saying why they won't do this are they saying they don't have the money but then when i hear bernie sanders uh you know take to the floor of the senate he says wait a minute you th- this industry collectively 24 billion dollars in the first three quarters uh, what are they saying is the reason for uh, not for not receiving paid uh, providing pay sick leave? So I, t- I talk to a lot of railway companies, just as I talk to a lot of uh, uh, workers and union leaders. Uh, yes. Matter of fact, uh, uh, first stop this morning while I'm in Louisville, looking at uh, uh, air cargo supply chains, is going to be with the Teamsters. Uh, what the companies would say is that uh, w- they have become more efficient; they can get more done. Uh, with technology and, yes. and other things than right. they used to, and, and it doesn't require as many uh, workers on the job. And what they need is is to be able to uh, call on somebody, sometimes on short notice, because of how railroad working, uh, ra- railroad uh, business works. Now, uh, uh, that that may, um, you know, in, in many cases, I understand what they're saying. Uh, but uh, you know, when, when Senator Sanders points out the uh, unbelievably high profits that they are making, uh, he, he's not wrong about that. I mean, uh, they they have set up a business model that really uh, uh, just uh, more and more wrings every drop of profit out of this system. And what what concerns me is, is not only that many workers say that they've been been brought to a uh, an unsustainable point, but but also uh, this is affecting performance. The the movement of goods, the fluidity. We, we've been talking a lot about supply chains, right? Cargo shipping, uh, uh, truck drivers, so many parts of our supply chains that are 
under stress right now. We've made enormous progress. Just think about the cargo ships. There were 100 cargo ships waiting their turn last year. Right now, uh, we have cleared that backlog completely. But I'll, I'll tell you, another issue that we've seen is that the freight railroad performance, in terms of things just moving through the system, getting on time, it's not as, as good as it should be. And I think that is connected to the fact that there are so few workers left in the system that the system doesn't have a cushion. If uh, a number of workers get sick or, or something happens in the, uh, in the planning and the logistics that, that creates a, an extra need for a little bit of a surge in a certain geography, uh, they, they have, have stripped all of the cushion out of the system in order to make it as profitable as possible. And the result is, is, is something that is not working as well moving goods and certainly not, not working as well for the workers who, who make it all possible. You know, this is interesting because as you're talking, I'm thinking about the last two or three years with the COVID epidemic and what we went through. And rail workers got sick. Their families got mm-hmm. they got sick. And yeah. and so I was going to ask the question, uh, Secretary Blue Judge, is 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 so no one talked about whether or not the the uh, railway system, the uh, the moving of goods and stuff, were impacted. And maybe you can answer this by the uh, uh, COVID epidemic. If it was, there wasn't a lot of discussion about it. Yeah, it was, it was certainly a huge impact for these workers. I mean, think think about the the situation they're in. They can't. It's not like they can uh, come to work on Zoom. They they've got to be <laughs> right. there. Uh, you know, that's that's the nature of the, yeah. of the job. And and you know, unfortunately, many railroad workers, port workers, uh, lost their lives. And and uh, we we would not have got through the pandemic. But we didn't hear about these, that. These I mean, there was no line. focus. Not nearly enough. Yeah, right. there was yeah. no focus on that. And I wonder if they if the media had focused on that it might have it might have you know got they the railway workers would have gotten more uh more support one final question and again thank you for coming on the madison show and you're always welcome and and that is uh the the airlines uh what yeah. what do you <laughs> let me see here it says that it, it, when we talk about cancellation refunds um I got to tell you, I you know I travel a lot with speeches. I got a con a, a call saying, "Oh, you've got uh, six hundred dollars of of credit, but you got to use it by December third, or mm-hmm. you know what's with yeah. that? I mean, you know, so, go ahead." So the biggest thing I want to make sure passengers know is if, if you're in a situation where you get canceled or, or you have a major delay and you wind up not traveling, right. you are entitled to a cash refund. They might give you miles. They might give you credits. You can take that if you want. Uh, but if you ask for a cash refund, they have to give it to you. We found a number of airlines weren't doing that, and we held them accountable with millions of dollars in fines and got hundreds of millions of dollars back to passengers, hundreds of thousands of passengers wow. who had air- airlines that were dragging their feet or making it hard to, to get a refund. So you can go to our website, the Department of Transportation website. We've been putting a lot of information up about uh, rules like this that we enforce and about the customer service practices of the different airlines because we, we want to make sure every passenger knows uh, their rights when they fly. Now, you're telling us that, the, that, that what you just told us, but the airlines, are you saying in the minute we have left, the airlines aren't telling their passengers that if there's cancellation? 
That's right. A lot of times they will offer you a credit. They will offer you miles, but they won't just come right out and offer you You cash. cash. If you ask it, they have to give it to you. Now, we're taking a look at how to make sure that that, uh, uh, passengers get that information without having to ask for it. But in the meantime, I want to make sure every passenger knows that you have this right and a lot of rights. So check out our website. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because I'll be honest with you, I I did not know that. I really did did not know that. Thank you for coming on, and we'll talk again, uh, certainly as we get into next year, because uh, we, we've got to really push for these rail workers and the paid sick leave. And you know what? You But you said it. Not just rail workers. This That's should right. be a policy all for the for all workers. Absolutely. Thank you. And have a, if I don't talk with you, have a great holiday, you and your family. Same to you. Thanks very right. much. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.